everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Sold Out Sessions, a podcast for private yoga teachers. I'm Kate Conalpas, the creator and author of The Art of Teaching Private Yoga. Today we're going to be talking about how exactly you should be auditing your group yoga classes to ensure that they're ultimately leading you to more private clients. This season, season two of Sold Out Sessions, is all about making more money as a yoga teacher. Naturally, the question comes up around group classes. How many should you teach? Should you teach them at all as a means to find private clients? And exactly what types of things should you be doing while you're teaching group classes to really set the foundation and the groundwork to work with these clients individually? Periodically, I really suggest that you audit the current classes that you're teaching on a week-to-week basis. You can do this best by asking yourself if the question has financial, educational, or marketing purposes that you can specifically measure. Ideally, each one of your offerings should be beneficial to you by either helping you earn money, gain needed experience that will be able to translate and transfer over to private lessons, and or should meet the requirements of being able to find private clients in your class that eventually you can work with long term. There, of course, are a lot of reasons to continue to teach group classes, and so this podcast episode isn't really designed to sway you from teaching group classes as much as it is intended to help you begin to really ask yourself the core questions around if the group classes you're teaching are actually serving you and your ultimate goals of making more money as a private yoga teacher. The question that I first want to start off with is really more of a logistical one. Do your group classes fit into your ideal teaching schedule? When it comes to designing a schedule, we often go into the mode of least resistance. And so we begin to teach lessons during nights and weekends when we know that the numbers will be the highest. The Mentality here is that people tend to work traditional 9 to 5 shifts and 9 to 5 jobs, and so the after hours and weekend type of schedules are going to be the ones that are teaming with the most amount of students. This can make a lot of sense if your focus is to have full classes so that you make money if you teach per head or to get a lot of experience by being in front of many different kinds of bodies as a new teacher. As a more seasoned teacher, this can be a detriment because the demographic that you might be serving at 8 o'clock at night could be vastly different from the kind of daytime schedule that you really desire to begin to build. If the classes that you're teaching do not fit into your ideal teaching schedule, when you look at it and see how many clients are filling it and what times they're occupying, maybe it's time to ask yourself if you need to refine your teaching schedule to build out times during the day that are going to attract the same type of audience in your group classes that will eventually lead into private lessons. Number two, are you getting paid for these group classes, and if so, how much? Most of you aren't teaching for free, but some of you are teaching per head or you're teaching for classes at an establishment that might be on the lower end of the pay scale. I'm guessing the majority of us are not being fairly compensated for the amount of time we're spending and preparing for group classes. If you are not getting paid very much for group classes, and if right now the chunk of group classes that you're teaching are not helping you firmly establish your income so that you can begin to find more clients and transition out of part-time or full-time work, then it might be time to ask yourself if you are really being compensated appropriately for your time in these group classes, or if that time could be better used on marketing and networking so that you can start to fill your private client slots at a much higher billable rate per hour. Number three, are the students showing up 
the kind of clients that you actually want to work with in private packages. So we all attract different people for different reasons. Ultimately though, you really wanna make sure that the individuals that are showing up for your group classes are likely to be the kinds of people who are going to be working with you privately. That means that they're coming to a group class to solve a specific problem that you're designed based on your teaching style, your sequencing, your approach, your accessibility, to identify what that is and begin to create some solutions for them. If you are teaching a class that really doesn't resonate with the type of needs that somebody has in a group class, they're not gonna see the value being translated into private work with you and it will not be something that becomes an organic progression from group classes to private packages. Number four, are you able to teach in line with your messaging in these classes? So if you're like me, when you started your teacher career, you jumped into opportunities that came your way and probably made quite a few yourself. This is definitely the mark of a business owner and entrepreneur, somebody who's going to begin to pave the way for themselves and create opportunities that are not only lucrative, but are really beneficial to build towards their ultimate goals. Oftentimes, though, we can end up seeing yes to opportunities that don't result in being really resonant with what our teaching philosophy and message is. A really great example of this was that I started teaching yoga at a gym, and the classes that I picked up were not more of the gentle, restorative, or even alignment-based classes. I was teaching really fast-moving classes because that was what was available, and that was what I wanted to use as a step in to teach the other classes that I was really passionate about. It's obvious to say that I didn't find a lot of traction in that class in the way of attracting the group students into private clients because my ultimate heart-to-heart -heart messaging was not able to be fulfilled in that type of class. And eventually, the students realized that I wasn't the best match for that style, but I also was realizing that I wasn't meeting people where I actually wanted to meet them, and it wasn't a good fit for either side. Number five, do the times you do you, the times you teach align with the availability of your ideal clients? So this ties back to this idea of number one, are you meeting your own schedule needs? Number five is really thinking about what's ideal for your clients. Are they likely attracted to classes that are within or without of their schedule? If they're busy moms, they might be looking for a time in the morning where there's daycare provided. If they are um, working moms, they might be looking for little pockets of time after work before they head home with their kids. You really want to know your ideal client so you're able to understand what their day-to-day -day schedule looks like and you can anticipate when they are going to have availability in their schedule to work with you individually. Number six, are you able to build your network in these classes? I've taught at a handful of places that did not allow me to really begin to branch out and offer anything beyond the class in which I was being paid to teach. This can be an arrangement depending on the type of situation that you're teaching in, if it's a studio versus a um, recreation center or a church or an organization of some kind. And it, although this varies, it's really important that you have your finger on the pulse of what the understanding is when it comes to sharing 
contacts, having networks, really beginning to build your network. If you're not able to promote additional things while you're teaching, if you're not able to acquire emails and information, and ultimately if you don't really have any ownership over being able to tiptoe and stair-step people into offerings beyond that class, it might be important for you to ask yourself and audit this particular class or classes, maybe make an adjustment. This happened to me. I used to teach at the University of Iowa, and I was finding that not only were people not really interested in making the next step, but there really was no natural progression for them to do so since their membership was free, they were getting yoga classes for free, and they were actually mostly students who weren't really interested in taking the next step. Number seven, are you deepening your teaching techniques and methodology? There comes a time in all of our careers where it's important for us to really dig into teaching group classes. I firmly believe that the best private yoga teachers are people who have also taught group classes because group classes is a much quicker learning curve than working individually. Through individual lessons, you go a lot deeper into anatomy and individual situations people are dealing with, but it also moves a lot more slowly. In group classes, you're in front of a lot of bodies all at once, and depending on the size of your class and the range of the people in the class, this can be a really quick learning curve. Beginner classes are some of the most difficult to teach, so it's one of those questions you need to ask yourself. Are you able to deepen your technique and your methodology through this group class, or are you on autopilot because your real focus is not in the room that you're currently in and it's really deeper in the work that you're doing privately? And then number eight, do you have the ability to build your business by sharing your offerings in these classes? This ties back again to this idea of networking. Are you able to explicitly build your own business through these group classes? Are these classes series that you're using as an intro to then invite people to work with you through packages? Are these classes, classes that you're doing in a studio where you really can't talk about anything else that you're doing unless you want to pay a cut to the studio? It's important for you to assess the ability you have on building your business through these classes. And if they look like a dead end, they likely are. Take your time to evaluate these questions and really decide how you need to and want to move forward in refining your group teaching style. Group classes can be a fantastic way to generate more private clients, but you need to do it mindfully, smartly, and really focused so that you can begin to sell out your sessions. We have a conversation every week that coincides with the weekly podcast episode. We're talking a lot about building your teaching practice, beginning to fill your private client packages, and moving your way into sold-out status. So make sure you find us over on Facebook by going to kateconnellpotts.com forward slash community. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon. Namaste.